Hello, my name is Jay. And I'm Harriet Tugsman. And this is the cool side of the You are listening to Wait, Take Me Off Speaker. Hello. Thanks for coming back. Hello. Hello. Am I on speaker? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, girl? Another day, another dollar, another tear, another father. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the saying. Okay. Um, who says that? We say that down in the South. I've never heard that. You're not from the South. I'm from North Carolina. That's not the South. It's North Carolina's the South. It has North in the name. Ma'am, it is far enough it's South. It's not South that Carolina. Is... <laughs> Does anyone like South Carolina? You have a couple of friends that are from South Carolina. Who? Miles. Brianna. Oh, damn it. Not that Miles and I aren't friends. I just don't know him that well. He's been to your apartment so many times. Miles has not been to my apartment. Yes, he has. This apartment. Uh, I don't know this part, but your old apartment, yes. When? Uh, your surprise birthday. That I didn't invite guests to? Okay. <laughs> Again, nothing against Miles. I just don't know him that well. I mean, it sounds like you just said, fuck Miles. Never that. It's, oh, well. Anywho, moving on. Silence. <laughs> Miles, okay. I love you. I love you, Miles. I'll, I don't know what's up with Jack's chillmonger over here. I don't know. I guess there's a vendetta. I don't know. Maybe y'all should fight. Fist fight. Girl, how are you? What's going on? Bet you won't hit her. <laughs> Not this. Not this violence on the pod so early. I'm good, you know. Um... I was going to lie, we're recording this before I go on vacation, so I was like, vacation was great. I had a good time. Uh, Be real with the listeners. Which, it will be good, it will be great. I will have a lot of tequila hangovers. I will be going to Mexico. Yes. Mexico, where I'm very excited that I will be celebrating my 29th birthday. Not Okay. All Mm -hmm. right. Yes, your 29th birthday for the seventh time. <laughs> are you doing a hotel? Or are you doing a villa? We got a house that I went to in 2019. Oh, oh, I didn't know that you've already been. Yeah, so okay, we've been, I've been there before, but April of 2019 mm-hmm. has a pool. It's like five floors, so everyone has like their own room, their own floor. It sounds their like their own floor. It's right in like the old part of uh, part of Vallarta, so we don't have to like take any Ubers. I'll be right next to my favorite little street taco stand. Work. I'm looking to have a good time. Rewind, relax, and just have some margarita. Enjoy your birthday. I wish I were going, but I cannot. I mean, the invitation was open to a couple of you hoes. Ooh. And unfortunately, y'all didn't catch the train. Plane. There she is. Yeah. Who are you flying with? Um, the 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 plane that is blue. <laughs> Copy. Mm-hmm. I made the mistake of flying uh, the budget plane last time I went to PV, and um, was it Southwest? No, Spirit? Uh, Spirit there. Well, Spirit to one airport, and then whatever the budget Mexican line plane is. Yeah. I, never again. We decided. Listen, Spirit. we are grown adults. We can afford to put some money into how we're flying and how we're. And we decided that for any form of transportation at this point, whether we're taking a bus somewhere, a train, we decided actually no more buses. Yeah, you have to grow that real quick. No more buses. It's a train or a plane or we're renting a car. No more buses. I mean, Spirit is not bad. It has its place. Like if I was going down to Miami. Quick trip. Or Boston. Mm -hmm. Or maybe Chicago. But like the moment you leave that three hour mark in them seats... Baby. Baby. Flat ass Sally, you be. By the time you get done with that flight. Come on, pancake butt. (laughs) So what's been in your world? Honestly, I just keep thinking about what I'm doing with the rest of my summer. Oh, I thought I was getting a very dark, like, what am I doing with my life? Wow. I was like, oh, no. No, we're not there. Well... (laughs) <laughs> we're not there yet i mean like every day you have to contemplate that living in new york city like what am i doing with my life why am i here um why do i, I not have a sugar daddy okay i do ask myself that question 
The other one's not so much. Why am I paying for things? <laughs> why am I why am I paying for things? Why was this drink not bought for me? I just, you know, I think I've come to the realization that I'm just not that girl. I'm not the girl that can have a sugar daddy, I don't think. I am definitely that girl. Uh, we know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just trying to think about what I want to do with the rest of my summer and thinking if there's any other trips I want to take. My mom is going to be moving into her new house in like a week. Shout out to mama. Shout out to mama. And I'm just really excited because it is the house that she wants. She's wanted for for herself for a while. So I'm, I may try and take like a long weekend to help her get moved in. That's very nice of you. I'm trying. I really just want to help her repaint that ugly green that is inside of that house. You gotta let your mom live. She doesn't want the green either. Okay, then get rid of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. You know, just thinking about the summer and thinking about my mama. My mama done called me fleet. <laughs> Wood Coop DeVille. Girl. Do you know what that's from? I have no idea. That's from The Wiz. What? That's from The Wiz. Where in The Wiz? It's The Lion. Oh. Like, I'm not really good with a lot of, like, trivia things. Like, I need very specific things. Uh-huh. And I know I'd whoop everybody's ass in The Wiz. You know what? Uh, I'll keep that in mind if there's ever um, a reason to know all of that information. If you're ever on Who Wants to Be... Uh, How to Be... A, what is that show where you had to call a friend? Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Is that what it was called? Yeah. Okay. It didn't, it didn't feel right in my mouth. I'm not touching that. Mm. This ain't millionaire. Get this out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so did you hear that Ms. Taylor Swift said that she had never heard of 3LW before she got sued for plagiarism? Okay. I have multiple things to say around this. One, how? Well, first of all, how old is Taylor Swift? Like 28, 29. How old does she look? Well, she looks like a child. Wow, that's very nice. Ooh. I thought she'd never really looked at her currently. But she is 32. Wow. What? I didn't realize she was three years older than me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you have that. Um, <laughs> so she's 32, which means she's the same age as me, which means she should absolutely know who 3LW is. There's no reason that she wouldn't know who that is. I mean, especially for the internet age, especially when they started playing that broken promises promises like that was a whole meme yes in itself so i'm like that's gonna be a very it would take a very old judge on this case to be like yeah i have not heard of this who are these people also what song uh where did the plagiarism come in do we know um let me see the song that she's getting sued for is uh shake it off and the song that she's that they said is plagiarizes play is gonna play which was the meme Come on! I think just go on and just settle out of court. Just settle out of court. Just settle out of court. Because I have a... I mean, but she's very litigious. So maybe she will not. And it is... She is very litigious. She's... We all had to sit through that scooter brawn shit. Which Uh I get it. Get your masters. But, oh, dear God. Just give the women what they're owed. Yeah. Like... I doubt... I actually doubt it's going to 3LW anyways. I think 3LW is the name of the lawsuit. But it's probably some producer. They're not getting shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping Taylor Swift in mind in this conversation. Also a hard pause. So 3LW, this, I'll never forget this moment. So 3LW did this performance down in uh, Fiesta, Texas, which is like the Six Flags. Uh, you know Six Flags, right? Yes. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And San Antonio. So they did a performance. We were also there for something else, but we all ended up at the same restaurant. Oh. So we were waiting to get seated. And so 3LW came in and, you know, one of the dancers and managers like came in and was like, hey, we, we have 3LW here. Can we get a seat? And my mom walked off and was like, I don't care who they are, but they're not getting seated before us. Word. <laughs> oh, word. I love your mom. <laughs> like sometimes my mom, I feel like my mom be looking at me like, when I say, like, not crazy or, or direct things, I'll be like, where do you think I got it from? <laughs> this came from you. It was you. <laughs> She'll never admit this, but she also taught me pussyfooting. Well, yeah, I've heard that a lot. I love that word. Pussyfooting, pussyfooting around. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about the, the fact that the word pussy was in that until literally just now. I mean, I sure, because, you know, well, I mean, I can't really, I know what I'm interested in. Uh-huh. I'm not going to do bi over here. <laughs> <laughs> but I was speaking more from the fact that, you know, my mom is a uh, 
saved Christian woman. And I'm pretty sure I've heard her say pussyfoot before. And it just mm. never occurred to me that the word pussy was in it. Anyways, what I was saying before, and just in terms of Taylor Swift and we were bringing up our age, it still always blows my mind the fact that Adele and, and Taylor Swift are the same age. That's kind of crazy. It's so weird to think about just the levels of maturity between the two, or at least like the presented level of maturity based off of their, their music. What do you think... Well, one, Taylor Swift and Carly Rae Jepsen are in the same bucket as far as maturity of music with me. Carly Rae Jepsen is, like, way older. Yeah. I had no clue. And she still couldn't tell someone that she liked them. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I just never understood that song. Call Me Maybe? Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's very teenager. And I'm she shy. was so far from a teenager yeah. when, that, when she, she wrote it. I'm very curious to know now how exactly how old is she. I'm going to say she's near 40, if not 40. Yeah, I think she's probably your, 40. Uh, okay, wait, she's wait, 30, wait, wait. Oh, she's 36. She's 36. She's from Canada. She's 36, still writing songs as if she's in her, maybe at this point, I'll right. say like late teens, early 20s. So Call Me Maybe came out in 2012. 2012. So she was... 26. Yeah. When that song came out, sounded like she was fourteen. That was the opposite of me at twenty six. It's giving like it was Disney. Call me bitch. Oh, okay. Call me bitch. Call All me right. Bitch. Yep, mm-hmm. that makes sense. But no, like it, it was giving very like Disney star, very much so. Still doing Disney shows. That song. So how I don't. Is, it's weird. She, if you ask me to pick her up, pick her out of a lineup, I have no idea what she looks like. <laughs> We are making just multiple groups of queer people really angry right now. And I fight me. Fight me. Fight me. What has your fave done since then? What have they done? What have they done? Who are they? Well, Carly Rae apparently has an album coming out soon. I'm interested to hear what it's giving in terms of what these lyrics are talking about, what the content is. I mean, if it comes out, it'll last for a month, as we said on the Renaissance episode which shout out to that two hour episode (laughs) um to those who finished it you basically finished a marathon and you listened to me at my peak fag easy yeah you were giving full stand fag easy um and you know what sometimes and i'm not sorry about it sometimes you just gotta give it to them and thank you for listening thank you for sticking with us (laughs) i gave them what they wanted you gave them what you wanted. I gave them what the children wanted. I okay. Walk, I walked them through nature. <laughs> I just want to know who whose children. Speaking of children. I don't like where this is going. This is a weird tangent, but you, I just want to talk about uh, Sandman. Oh, let's talk about it. I haven't finished it. I haven't finished it either, but okay. I'm really... For, like, uh, for something I knew about, but not a lot, didn't read, um, shout out to... Uh, Dan Salter, he's one of my comic book friends who's always been trying to get me to read this series. Mm-hmm. I think. I believe he's mentioned it to me before. And this has been a very fun watch. Like, visually, it's really cool to watch. I do apologize with Brianna Tarth as Lucifer. Okay, so wait, before we dive any deeper into this, let's just. I'm not going to say any spoilers. I mean, no. Sandman is a show that is currently on Netflix. It's a Netflix original yes. released very recently. It's a 10 episode. For the first season. Written by Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. Is that right? I don't know, but it sounds funny. It's now I just don't I don't trust anything I say on this show. <laughs> Always have your computer nearby. Yes, Gaiman. So G A I M A N. If it's pronounced that way, who knows? But no, I have I have really enjoyed this. I love any kind of fantasy or Anything having to do with magic or gods or anything like that. So this is right up my alley. Um, I actually had no idea that it came from uh, a comic. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he did all of these. All of what? Coraline, American Gods, Good Omens, The Graveyard. He's got a lot of these books that I have heard of. American Gods makes sense. That is wild. Homeboy been writing. Some good stuff too. Yeah, a lot of good pieces. Shit, I need to, like, spend some time in there. Please, uh, God, please don't be problematic. 
<laughs> Lord. Who is it nowadays? I hate it. But yeah, I'm really loving the series. I love how pretty it is. It's it, it was released under DC, so it has ties to a little bit of like the DC space of magical because like John Constantine, mm-hmm. Constantine people are a version of him or, or the family is in the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. What's his name? I love his voice. He was on King of Queens as like the sidekick character, but he does like a lot of the nerd stuff now. Oh, the Raven? Yeah. Yes. I can't think of his name right now. Let me Google it. I love his voice. <laughs> I, re- I recognized who it was immediately. And I was like, oh my God. Patton this is so Oswald. Patton Oswald. What was that other show where he did like a whole spiel about, uh, I want to say it was Star Wars. Oh God, what was the show? He comes on and he just like does this big Star Wars rant. And apparently the entire thing he did off the top of his head. And it took up just so much time. I want to say it was on... This was a TV show? This was a TV show. He was a guest star on the show. I need to... I need to... You gotta research that. We'll post it if we find the link. Yeah, I will definitely post it. Because it was so funny. And just to know that he did the entire thing off the top of his head was incredible. Let me see if I can actually find this. He's like one of those people that I would like to actually like hang out with. I mean, yes. Like and talk like nerd shit with. Like I really would enjoy that. It was on Parks and Rec. Oh. Where he does uh, a Star Wars filibuster. (laughs) And so they have like the cut that they did in the show, but then there's an extended cut where he's just going in about like what he would like to see in Star Wars and what these battles could look like. And someone took it, took the entire extended version of it and then animated it. And it was just so good. And I found out later that none of it was scripted. And so he's doing this filibuster. Just go. And you just know that he's a nerd. You know he's a nerd because he gets so passionate about it. Completely off the rip. I obsessed. You have to like, you need to find it and post it. We'll find it and we'll put it on the, we'll put it on the gram. Uh, Yeah, I'll find the animated one because that was really fun to watch. He's really nice. I also liked him in that series he did for Hulu, Modoc. It's kind of, I want to say, is it stop animation? Is it? I don't know, but it's a Hulu series, Modoc from Marvel. You know, the little giant floating head man with like the tiny arms and tiny legs? Oh, yeah. Which he did like a little series of that, which is really good too. Cute. Uh, I love him. He's fun. He's such a little cutie. <laughs> yeah, this was like the one of the shows that I've like been really interested in watching. Um, I also love that. Particularly, whoa, Rita Ora got married to, I can never say his name. I believe it is. Taika Watiti? You know what? I have no idea. I'm just going to go with Taika. (laughs) Taika is so cute. I've always had a little crush on him. Yeah, he's adorable. But Rita Ora snatched that shit. Weren't we just talking shit about Rita Ora? I was. I don't think. I lumped Rita Ora in with the other pop girls that make like these two minute power pop songs that are like dance tracks when we were talking about renaissance yeah i, I looped her in with like bb rexa and kim petrus and yeah oh there you go pissing them off again you know what i'm okay with that but she did have that one good song um radioactive rita that was aura. rita aura yeah are you sure the hands to the sky was one of the lyrics hands to the sky maybe um, it's actually it's i to me i think it's her best pop song she's ever put out it even got so much garner that Beyonce posted on her website she liked it. Oh, well, okay. It didn't Work. help. <laughs> <laughs> it did not help, but I mean, you know. Good for they her. They liked that. Good for her. Yeah. Like like I said before, I enjoy those songs, but they're not going to last the test of time. It's not going to be something that I'm going to go back and listen to a bunch. That's how I feel about that. But maybe. But maybe. But maybe. But maybe. Cool. All right, now I want to turn our attention to something else that is affecting the queer community a little bit. Uh, and by a little bit, I mean Is a that whole Lady lot. Gaga? I mean, she always is affecting the queer community. I don't know. They be throwing shit at her concerts now. What, really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I feel like that's like the trend now to throw things at, at artists on stage. Oh, but not like in a I'm booing you way. I don't know. If I were the artist and you threw something at my physical body, I'm taking it as a boo. I think it depends on what's being thrown. Because if they throw like, you know, like people used to throw like draws and panties and stuff. Oh my God. If any faggot ever threw some shit at me, <laughs> their panties or draws. Speaking of things I don't want touching me currently. <laughs> what were you going to talk about? I was going to talk about the unfortunate situation that is monkeypox. I... Yeah. So... 
uh, especially being in where we are, being in New York City, it is like every other conversation I hear from people, you know, especially when they're when we're like planning to go out is have you been able to get a vaccine yet? You know, there's new links and websites and uh, forms to fill out for appointments like every other day. And it seems like it's just such a struggle to get a vaccine. I'm like, have we learned nothing from the way that COVID transpired when it comes to getting vaccines to the appropriate people in a timely fashion, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, On top of that, monkeypox is not something that's new. It's been around since what, like the late 50s or something like that? Like we've been aware of what this is for a very long time. So vaccines have existed. They're using what, the smallpox vaccine because it's effective. And so like, I just don't understand why why it's taken this long to get vaccines to the people that need them. On top of that, because it seems to be affecting the queer community more currently than other communities, the right-wing media is just having a field day with that information. Oh, it's only affecting homosexuals. I wonder why. Oh, you know, a good way that you can combat having monkeypox? Be straight, get married, whatever, whatever. I'm just like they're infecting what? us with their little babies. I, uh, I mean, yes. I don't understand how the two are related, but both are annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I mean, like just in terms of them being annoying. When I went to the woods a couple weeks ago and I came back with some mosquito bites, I was paranoid as all get out, thinking that literally anything I would feel that was a little bump on any part of my body was like, this is monkeypox, this is it, this is how I got it. Could not shake it. Mm. Literally have a bump on my leg right now, and I'm just like, should I go to the doctor? Should I be worried about this? But I haven't gone. I mean, I don't... I mean, one, the way they handle it is how they've always handled things, but it's not actually just a LGBTQ plus IA issue. Right. It's one, how it's transferable. It's not like, sure, it's also transferable through sex, but that's not saying how mainly it was being passed around. Right. So regardless if the gay men were having sex in whatever place, like this would still be an issue regardless. Right. Because people hug, people touch, Mm -hmm. people share drinks, much like how mono is passed around. Right. Like it immediately got thrown into being turned into a sexual thing just because it was affecting men who happen to have sex with men. But I mean, like, go off, but I imagine a lot of those right-wing people who are saying all that shit are going to come with monkeypox because we know what what they be doing in the dark. The loudest people against it are the ones that are most likely doing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's see if they... Let's go see it. And, like, sometimes, like, oh, God, I know this is such HIPAA violations, but I want to see, like, what vaccines did you get? And when did you get them? Ooh. If this wasn't such a thing, then don't go get that vaccine. Don't go get it. Then don't get it. If you're not worried... Well, no, because like I don't want to say that because then we just have the potential to continue spreading to stuff those, around. I'm talking to the Republicans. But I'm that's so- that's to say that Republicans only hang out with other Republicans, and that's not the case. So them not getting a vaccine also has the potential to continue spreading something around. I don't know. You're right. True, but I still want to see like who's going to get it. <laughs> Be like, where'd you get it from? What man did you hold his hand? What appendage did you hold? Uh, Where is it? Not appendage. Where did you get it? Because like that's also telling like if it happens to be a sexually sexually transmitted at that which time. Which we know it's not. Which, you know, is it in your butt? Is it in your mouth? You got some you got some questions to answer for sure. Yo, like all of a sudden you don't wear a mask and now you're showing up to send it in a mask? Mm. Interesting, <laughs> but then they can just say, "Oh, I have COVID," or they'll I had probably a COVID they'll scare. be like, "Thank God, this COVID scare is happening." Oh no, not thank God. They'll be like, "Yes, I have something to hide." This it's always so funny whenever there's like a what is it the uh, Republican National Convention where they had it in the NRA. <laughs> but no, whenever like there's like a, a what is the RNC? Yeah. Whenever that happens, you just open Grinder and it's flooded. Flooded with new blank profiles. I mean, that's always... I don't... So it's not a secret. Like, it's not... Why do people... I don't know. It's just like, wow. Like, do you want people to die? If all the people you hate left, it would be Fire Island. Yeah, I just need to drag Fire Island one more time. I just did. There was no need. I just need to drag. But I mean, it's like... But you remember when Fire Island, it's just like... We were just watching because it was such a lack of, like, diversity. Mm -hmm. The dancing was off. Yeah. Whatever. I'm... I'm not surprised how they're handling. I'm not surprised how they're having these conversations about it. Mm-hmm. 
I'm surprised particularly how New York City handled putting out the vaccines and like sending us these websites that were crashing. It's just like, once again, really, did you not learn the first time when we were trying to get the COVID vaccine? Exactly. That's my entire point, right? Like, why is this being treated treated so poorly, right? It's being completely mishandled when we literally just went through this. But I think they see it as not something major because you most likely will not die from this. Right. So I I guess in that manner, they're not putting it at the same level, but it's, it's just like, it's enough is, I don't know. I don't know. It's trying to make sense out of this government, out of this world is mind boggling. And as the elders say, you can't make no sense out of no change. Wait, you can't make no change. Damn it. This is another goggle situation. (laughs) You can't make sense out of no change. I don't know. Do with that what you will. I gave it my best. I believe in you. Um, I gave it my best. I think I know where you're going with yeah. it. <laughs> the one, the one. Uh, I won't say the good thing that's coming out of how this is being handled, but rather the one good thing that's coming out of how this is being blamed or who this is being blamed on is, you know, you have to be uh, a queer individual to be able to have access to the vaccine right now. So that's good for us. But then it's weird when I was trying to, so when I was back in Dallas, I was like, okay, I'm in Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't care about vaccinations down here. <laughs> so I was like, let me try and get one. So I called, did some research, called it. And I was like, hi, you know, I'd like to see if I can get an appointment for the monkeypox vaccination. She was like, okay, so who did you come into contact with? And I was like, huh? She's like, oh, to, to, to get the vaccine, you have to had come to contact with somebody with the monkeypox. What's their name? And I was like, their name? You need that information? Yeah. To that's... me, that was just like mind-boggling. Aren't we, aren't we stepping into HIPAA violations at that point? I said that. Some people said that's not a HIPAA violation, but I'm like... So I was like, well, you know, I was contacted by a bar because I had a bar where someone had monkeypox. So uh-huh. they let us know. They're like, oh, well, we still need their name. And I was just like, this is wild. It sounds like it's it's a way of trying to do some kind of contact tracing, I would assume. But, but was, that yeah. also depends on, like, the person who has it had to have also come into the hospital and said, hey, I have monkeypox and I need treatment or whatever. When, you know, there's tons of monkeypox uh, cases where it's literally like you have some pimples and that's it it's wild it's just it's it's the same thing again with covid yeah misinformation how they're handling it from state to state is just wild mm-hmm. and just the access to them is just crazy but right. shout out to some of the four shout out to like my foreigner friends they had their smallpox vaccination so they're good they're chilling good they're just like y'all. thank god i can sit this one out the world's on fire. I'm ready to leave. But yeah. Wait, hold on a second. Hi. Yes, I would like to update my insurance. Yeah. Auto guard. Sure. Please welcome Harriet Tuxman to the stage for a spoken word performance. What do I do? I was a caretaker for my 80-year-old grandmother that has Alzheimer's and dementia. She died on the 27th of March. Moved back to Aiken, South Carolina. What am I looking for? I'm looking for friends or more. If you don't like what you see, Don't be an asshole, at least reply back if I message you and say no thanks. Love guys with tattoos and piercings. Why do I even bother with this? It's like I'm poison or something. I'm just looking for friends. It's so damn hard to at least reply when I message you. Not really attracted to black guys. Not against them. You know, just not interested. Sorry. I am a total geek. I read. I like movies, comics, anime. I play Warcraft. I play both Alliance and Horde characters on the server Draenor. I'm from Aiken, South Carolina. Cool. He's from Aiken, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. 
Mother died on the grandmother died on the 27th of March. Why do we need these specifics? Mm -hmm. What did what did that also like? What did that add to the profile? That I would avoid, even if he did not say like the black shit, I'd be like, I wouldn't. I would call the FBI on like you probably should be watching this person. Like a hard stop. Did she die because you killed her? <laughs> like why are you telling us this? <laughs> Was that an admission of guilt, sir? Like, what's happening? Is her body in the bathroom? Like, is is that the what you've been talking to in the chair? Oh, good God, she's still rocking, but she ain't rocking no more. Mm. Mm -mm. Rocking but, them bones. But of course, let's talk about the black shit for a second, <laughs> because I don't know. These profiles are just wild. The amount of times I've gotten that you're handsome, but I'm just not into black guys, huh? Like, even if you're going to have that, like you said in your own profile, mm -hmm. God forbid a black person ever said, yeah, I'm going to give this a try. <laughs> you could just be like, no, thanks. Not interested, man. Take That's it. Easy. it. But it's wild. It's wild the things that people advertise for free. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. Ain't no need. And like, I'm not gonna even going to get into the, oh, what, what's the preference? And you know, because we could have that conversation. We've had that conversation. We don't need to have that conversation anymore. But like, why even put it in your profile? What is the point? Mm -mm. Um, there's something else that he said that I was just like, okay, that's interesting. He got it right when he said, it's like I'm like poison. I'm like, yeah, you are. You are. You are. You are 100%. You're a poisonous. Nobody wants Viper, this. bitch. Goodbye. <laughs> Viper. If you don't like what you see, don't be an asshole. Uh, At least. Like, what is happening here in your own profile? Are you fighting with yourself? Are you fighting with what you want? Do you know what you're advertising at this point? What are you advertising? I wish I saved their photos. No. I wish. I didn't have the foresight to know that we would be doing this. <laughs> I just screenshot that little profile. As you should. You shouldn't do anything more than that. I know. But like, you know, on Scruff, you can he kind said, of see like a little outline. Drag her. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to say that you don't have the right to have choices, but some of y'all just are sometimes out of touch with reality. Mm -hmm. And I'll leave it at that. Let's leave her where she is. Mm. Man, I can't remember what, what was said about the agree to disagree there, though. Uh, it'll probably come to me in the middle of another section. I'd be like, hey, yeah, this. Anywho, let's get into uh, some advice and some therapy, shall we? Okay, one or three. Why don't we go with three? Three. Okay. I was seeing a guy for three months, and I started to get a feeling he was cheating on me. I created a fake Grindr account to see if he took the bait, and he did. But he blocked me and ghosted me before I could confront him. It's three months later, and I still really want to let him know that I figured it out, and that he, does, that he didn't outsmart me. But I don't know if it's worth the time. What do you think? What would you do? So uh, let me reread this, because this is kind of... Go for it. This person is seeing a guy for three months. Okay. Created a grinder profile. Uh-huh. Essentially catfished his person. Didn't get into specifics as if they were supposed to meet up or maybe they traded pics, but it seems like there was a violation of trust somewhere in that. Uh-huh. Well. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, from how they're acting. Uh-huh. The boyfriend who was trapped, deleted, blocked, and never... And I guess he was going to, the other boyfriend who set the trap was going to confront him via the grinder. Uh-huh. That this was actually him. Never happened. So now it's three months later and he still wants to confront him about it. What would you do? Okay. Well, you, you mentioned something about there's some kind of violation in trust in there. And I'm kind of curious to actually know if there was a violation in trust in that current relationship or if the... The one who created the fake grinder account, because he said, I had a hunch or something like that. His partner was cheating. Yeah. So, I mean, he happened to be right, it sounds like. He found out that his partner was cheating on him. I don't even think he found out. Well, he said that the boyfriend went for the bait. I mean, a conversation in Grindr is not necessarily cheating to me. There might have been intent. I think that intent is cheating. True. You know, and to, to go to our conversation from the previous episode, just 
was that the previous episode where we were talking about, you know, people saying hi. Yeah, this was from the previous episode where, where people say hi on a dating app and automatically assuming that what they're looking for is sex. True. Right? So, like, keeping with that theme. True. You know, I think the idea was maybe what it sounds like is maybe he wasn't supposed to have a grinder account in the first place. I just don't know why I would have stayed in for another three months. If I feel like I can't trust you, then you've confirmed whatever narrative I've set in my mind. Mm -hmm. I'm out. What's the point of staying in that? Is he still in it? No, he's not still in it. It's three months later. The boyfriend blocked him and ghosted him. So they're not in a relationship anymore. I thought the boyfriend just blocked and ghosted the profile. No, I think that they blocked and ghosted the actual person. Well, then how the hell are you going to confront him about it? I don't know, girl. Maybe <laughs> they live in the same area. I need more details on this. But from what oh. I, if I'm going to, I'm going to approach this from what I understand about the situation. Uh, from what I'm understanding, this is the way that I'm seeing it, is they were in a relationship for three months. It sounds like... The one that sent us this had a had a hunch that his partner was cheating on him, so created a fake account on Grinder. So maybe they both already had Grinder accounts. Realized that he was actually cheating. Something. What I'm missing from this story is what happened in between there to make it so that the partner realized that he got caught and then ran away. <laughs> I don't understand why someone would say that they ghosted them, blocked That's, and ghosted them. I mean. So for me, it sounds like they're no longer in a relationship and it's still weighing on the person's mind three months later that he that wants he to figure knew out. knew that he cheated. That he wants to, and this I think is where where the real issue comes in, is this person not being able to reconcile with the idea that homeboy got away with cheating you and he's gone now and you just need to let it go and move on. I mean... This is very three frozen. months later, and you're still thinking about this. And they only dated for three months. That's the other thing. Why did this person? Why did this have such an impact on you? After only three months of being with this person, and this is where this is why therapy needs to happen. You have to start unpacking that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is like a the door to like the closet full of shit that you have not dealt with. Uh huh. Because even said for, respectfully, because I have my own shit that I have to unpack, and this seems this seems like this would be a moment I might need to check in with a friend, and be like, "Hey, this doesn't look right, huh?" Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to your point before about you know maybe there already being some sort of dishonesty happening in the relationship, my question is, what made you think? What gave you the inkling that your partner was cheating on you in the first place? Is it something that the partner actually did or is it something that you're pulling from that happened before this relationship that you're pulling into it? I'm having a hard time deciding that I I would have a partner after three months. Right. Three months. You're just, you're dating maybe. You're getting to know each other. Three months? Three months and affected you so strongly to the point that you're thinking about this three months after. That dick must have been good. There has to be some digmatization. There has to be some or, digmatization. Or, or the never-ending butthole. I don't know. Whatever. It was It was good. I just... Just listening to what this story is, I'm hearing more things that need to be addressed in terms of your person as opposed to addressing the guy who got away with cheating on you. Because face it, he got away with it. He got away with cheating on you. What what would you confronting him bring you? It's not going to change the fact that he cheated. It's True. not going to it's not going to change anything. Like you're still not going to be with him. It's still going to have happened. For all you know, in this situation, you're going to tell the guy, "I know what you did and I figured it out." And they're just going to go back to living their life. Honestly, I mean, you haven't really described there hasn't any other description besides this i'm just going with the sex must have been good i that is the either the sex must have been good or you just don't have great self-esteem and this person was giving you i don't think that's really, part of it either like like this what, person brought nothing to the table but sex i don't know well i mean there's not even any mention of the sex that they have right it's just this person came into my life and i immediately attached onto them and they cheated on me, and I'm and I'm still really broken up after it after three after it happening three months ago, right? So what I'm thinking is 
either this person just made them feel so special when they realized that they weren't as special to this person as they assumed it made them break down or the sex was so good and now the sex isn't there anymore but in my head i'm thinking that this person needs to unpack why this partner of theirs was able to make such a strong impact on them after three months i i agree <laughs> get one of the maps they have like a little free introductory for therapy. But this Something. Is, this got to be unpacked. This, there's, like you said, the, the closet is filled is what I'm thinking. Now pick one or one. Let's go with one. Ooh, good choice. Okay, cool. <laughs> if you feel a friend of yours isn't in a healthy relationship, do you reach out to them or do you wait for them to ask for an opinion? Now I got stories behind this. Whoa, Wow. While you're putting your thoughts together. Yeah, this is going to take me a second. I'll say I have been on both sides. I've had the friend who has asked for opinion, uh-huh. given the opinion, stopped being friends with me. Yeah, I was about to ask you if you're still friends with this person. We were not friends. We This was like a really... Now, like I, this is me assuming because all of a sudden they stopped talking to me. Mm-hmm. But they were dating a guy at the time, ended up marrying and that dude said like some egregious things to my friend like verbally i would be like verbally for me i would have been like we probably would have been fighting mm. and it would have been a wrap so i remember sometimes i gave my opinion without it asked without asking and then sometimes you know your friend you know was just talking about things and we did not talk for a good five years five years Mm-hmm. he ended up marrying and they're divorced now so part of me must be like i was right you know told you so that's a gamble that i don't know it's just that is life's gamble to me like i don't know how reaction how it's gonna react okay so thinking of this situation is making me actually think about a similar situation that i was in where uh so i guess maybe i have my answer to this question like if it were me i had a friend who started seeing a guy who was very clearly homophobic she started dating him let me know she was coming to meet me at a mall this is when i was still in college she was coming to meet me or maybe right after college she's gonna meet me in the mall where i worked and she was just going on and on about her boyfriend i was like oh where is he when do i get to meet him and she started telling me about like how jealous he got about certain stuff and then she said oh i'm going to hang out with you know my friend jay he has a boyfriend whatever And he makes this really awful comment about why would you want to go spend time with, you know, this gay guy rather than spending time with me. Mm. And I was like, what? Excuse me? So this this person, one, is showing some super possessive behavior. uh, But also, it's very clear that he's homophobic and we are like super close friends. Why are you still with him? But I didn't say that. Yo, you're serious possessed. Could you not, ma'am? Um, I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> no. Okay. Anywho, so I, in that situation, I didn't say anything to her. I just, Check. and maybe this was because it affected me specifically. I was very angry at the comment. And so I just distanced myself from her. And then years later... After those two finally broke up, she comes back over to me. And she's like, hey, how are you? How are you doing? And I, at that point, I was over it. Like, I was not. You actively chose someone who was homophobic over someone that you've been friends with who you know is queer. Like, why would you? What is the point in doing that? Mm. Right? So, you know, if I had a friend who I realized was not in a great relationship, I think for me, it's going to come down to do I feel like my friend's life is in danger? Yeah. Right? Is this a lesson that they're gonna that they're gonna have to learn on their own? Or is this something that someone else needs to step in on? I think that would be my filter for that situation. You know, but also there's other situations where it depends on how close are you with that friend. Like are you best friends? What would you do if they asked your opinion? If they asked my opinion, I'm gonna give them my opinion. If they ask me my opinion, you're getting the opinion unfiltered. Mm-hmm. So if that friend... Do you tread softly? Depends on what the situation is. Okay. 
I don't know anymore. I don't really know. For me, if someone asks me for my opinion, I'm going to give them what my opinion is. If it is a situation where... No, that's that's the long and the short of it. If they ask me for my opinion in a situation and I feel like they're being mistreated or I feel like the person's not good for them in any sort of way, I am going to tell them, but I'm also going to come with receipts why. Right? I'm not going to say, like, no, this person isn't good for you. You need to break up with them. Okay, why? Here is my list of reasons. Hmm. Right? And in these situations, we have to take in, are they actually in a bad relationship or is it our opinion? As a relationship that I'm watching unfold in front of me, something that I'm unwilling to put up with, but they're willing to put up with whatever this negative thing is because they're making other compromises. Or is it something that is actually negative and somebody needs to step into it? So that's just another thing to keep in mind. So at that point, I might sort of talk around what the situation is to try and learn more about what the issue is that I'm seeing that maybe they're not seeing. Mm. That's where I would say in that. All I gotta say is treads awfully. Treads awfully. Treads awfully. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like th- that is the gamble. Even when people do ask your opinion, they sometimes hate it and will be pissed that you, one, that you probably saw something that they thought they hid very well. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. And then you've, you've called it out in front of them and now they're forced to deal with those things. Uh-huh. They either deal with it or they stop talking to you. Because you're now an accountable accountable person for that action. Uh-huh. And at that point, you need to see a therapist. <laughs> because that has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with what you are trying to avoid. If someone's going to ask me my opinion, and I know that my opinion is very strong, and maybe going to be something that they're not going to be happy to hear, I'm going to set that conversation up a specific way. I'm still going to give you what my opinion is, But you're going to have a PowerPoint display presentation. Oh, sorry. Keynote. Thank you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to say, listen, I just let's both take a second and just acknowledge you're asking me for what my opinion is. And I'm going to give you what my opinion is, but you may not like what the answer is. Or do you still want me to give you my opinion? I'm setting expectations for that situation. And so that's that will hopefully in most cases sets them up for what they're about to hear. So either it's a softer blow or they'll realize that their response maybe is a little harsher than it needs to be because they realize that they did in fact ask me for my opinion. Um, But if I just give them the opinion without setting anything up and it's just like a one-two hit, I could understand why they're just like, I need to step away from you for a little bit, (laughs) you know? But then again, to your point, if they were actively trying to hide something about the relationship or actively trying to avoid something about their relationship and they thought that they were doing a good job of covering it up or avoiding it and then you have someone, an accountable, uh, accountability, bring it up, then yeah, I would understand why they're going to be pissed at me. But girl, that is your shit to deal with and you're going to have to deal with it because I'm still here. Hey. <laughs> What's up, Tisha Campbell? I'm, I'm still here. Oh, not this. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is your phone ringing? Oh shit, that is my phone. Hold on. Hello? Girl, are you sure you want to talk about this right now? Okay. All right. Now, I told you to leave this man. You said that you were going to leave him. You said you were going to leave him two years ago. And I'm still here trying to get a friend. So I'm going to try and get this. And we are back. In the house. Girl, I think it's time. To. Agree. Or disagree. Depends on what we talk about, girl. Mm-hmm. What we got. This one is going to be a little bit of a deep cut. Some of y'all are going to know this. And I feel like I will be powering this conversation the most. Who do you believe is the real grand dame of Potomac? Ooh, I like this one. I mean, herself, Karen Huger has set herself up with that moniker. 
Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. do you think she's worthy of the title? Who else could be the Grand Dame of Potomac? I think this really comes down to what makes you the Grand Dame. Okay, let's decide that now. All right, let's talk about it. I guess notoriety of the show, like who's who's that girl on the show? Mm-hmm. So who's, who's that got girl? that Potomac house? I was going to say, who's got that money, honey? The person who I would really say is the Grand Dame is not on the show anymore. Sharice? No, Monique. Oh, I didn't know Monique wasn't on the show anymore. Oops. Oh, uh, girl, you know I'm only on season four. <laughs> Because she was going to be my answer. Oh. Because out of her, I feel like she's the only one that actually has the money to back up a lot of the things. Of, like, the Housewives franchise. Mm-hmm. Multiple estates. They've done pretty well. They have... That house was pretty grand. Keeping that in mind. But she was kind of annoying a bit. She was annoying up until her, her last season. Well, I haven't gotten there yet, yeah. so... But when it comes down to uh, Monique, so keeping in mind, you know, grand dameness, mm-hmm. right? Does it matter where the money is coming from? The reason why I don't give it to Karen Huger is because it seems like a lot of smoke and mirrors. Still? With her finances and like, she said, and she also set herself up in a way that like, I think anyone has a hard time keeping up. She's like, I married the black Bill Gates. God. That comes with a lot of commas. Uh-huh. <laughs> that yes. I don't think we're there. That I don't think we're there. No. And there was always this grandness that she presented that the wigs never looked, the outfits didn't look for a good while. Three solid seasons Three at least. Three solid seasons, it, it it looked like she was the grand down of like the swap meet. <laughs> <laughs> it, it did not. It Wait. Did, it, it did not carry. Do we know what Karen did before meeting the black Bill Gates. And the only reason I asked that is because when everything was going down with his court case and his taxes and all that, she kept saying, oh, I have my own money. I'm fine. I'm not being indicted. I'm good. So what money did she have coming in? What did she do before she came into this marriage? That has never been clear. So that just adds to the smoke and mirrors there. As I said, that's why I don't I can't give it to her. My actually my pick now is actually Robin. Robin is the grand dame of Potomac. Robin? Robin, yes. Okay. Okay. You know what? I don't I don't disagree with this because Robin, we know that Robin, well, I was going to say Robin self-made because she started embellish so I was going to say that, you know, we know that she has like her like house flipping thing. That too. You know, but she also has stated that she comes from money. Can I just show you this? <laughs> Girl. Ooh, we're going to post this image of the pod and we're going to show you why for three seasons Karen just tired. Damn, that part is starting. <laughs> so far on the back of her scalp. You don't have to do this. Oh, God. But it's also, so like, far. Such a tangent, though. But the, the, the cameraman be finding the worst angles for anybody's hair on the Housewives franchises. They don't <laughs> let anybody live. They said, yeah, you cute. You got all this money, but we're going to try real hard to make it look like you came from nothing. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, like, for me, it's Robin. Robin has, she has kind of, like, that girl Uh energy, but without it being, like, Candace's that girl energy. Yes. Okay, yeah. So then, then it comes down to, and maybe this is, you know, another argument against why it's not Karen, is how real are you? How real are you being... You know, how down to earth are you? But it's a grand dame. So, like, there has to be, I feel like there should be, like, this sort of air of, I don't know. A little bit of elitist? Yeah. Like, you, you know that not only are you that girl, but you are that proper girl. But, again, Robin came from money. True. I love that none of us brought up. <laughs> none of us brought up Giselle. Who was going to bring up Giselle? <laughs> Giselle is, she's chilling, whatever. She's there. She's cool. I like Giselle. Uh, at least at this point in the, what I know of this series, I like Giselle. But she's not the grand dame. Like, she's not. 
I wouldn't be... We are so off on this now, but whatever. This is just the Potomac segment. I wouldn't be mad if she was not on the show anymore. Why? Because, like, you'll kind of get to this. She doesn't really... Out of everyone, I think I know the least about her. As yeah. far as the information that's brought into the to the show. Uh-huh. But yet she's in everybody else's stuff. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I really know about Giselle is... Uh, she got she, that cheating husband. She got that cheating husband. She had some... Uh, she used to be a uh, pastor's wife. Yeah. Right? Uh, she had really terrible luck with men after that. And she has a makeup brand? She did. She did have a makeup brand, but she mm-hmm. doesn't have a makeup brand anymore. No. COVID, I think, killed that. Oof, that sucks. But I think it might have been failing before that. So I think it was a nice way to be like, peace out. <laughs> peace out. I'm just going to take my exit from this endeavor now. So who is your final... Are you? Are we agreeing it's Robin? Um, I mean, looking at... So from the, from the girls that I know, so I know that there's someone else named Mia. I know that there's someone else named Wendy. I haven't met them yet. They're not that girl. They're not that girl. Okay, no. noted. Thinking about all the other girls that I have met, you know what? It might it might be Robin. It's, it's not like, Ashley. Ashley would be like a third. Honorable mention for me is Monique. Uh-huh. And then after that, it's Ashley. Okay. But Monique only for season five. Because oh. that's when I felt like we finally got to see who the real Monique was. Uh-huh. Um, not in like... you. We know we've talked about this. Yes. About what happens in season yes. five. Okay, so I didn't... It's like, I don't want to keep talking. Like, not the fight being the real her, but I finally got to see... There was a bit of a pretentiousness and, like, a little bit of a facade that I never kind of got past. She was, like, producing herself on the show, which was a little annoying. Got it. Got it. That got it, not got for it. lazy mom shit. You know, I'm just a... I'm a boss mom, and, like, we, we get it. You we, have get other, it. We, we get it. We get it. Uh-huh. But, like, what else? And so we finally got to see, like, a little bit of... The actual her, I was like, okay, I kind of fuck with you on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially that reunion, she went in. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to see that. That reunion was that reunion is pretty epic. Noted. I'll keep yeah. it in mind. It's pretty epic. I want to talk about reading. <laughs> Here's a binder. Oh no, that one makes sense once you watch it. Great. I'm gonna keep these sound bites in my head until then. <laughs> okay, so I will agree that Robin is is that girl. I would have said Monique. I don't. Like, I understand what you're saying about Monique, like, sort of producing herself on the show. But in terms of thinking about success, I think Monique has more of, you know, the things that people would say make you successful. But her money's coming from her husband, right? It's coming from the football player. I think the majority of it does come from their... Where does the rest come from? uh, Not for lazy moms. I still don't know what they do. It's like a website. Okay. I'm not a mom, so I didn't go. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just like, what is it about this website? Yeah, I could care less. We already know how I feel about kids. You, Yep, this is true. If they are not uh, directly related to you, throw them out a window. I, would, <laughs> I think the smartest move would have been like four lazy moms. Because that's a hard job. Mm-hmm. And like, if I could get like a cut around, like an easy version to do something, that's the website I'm going to. You should trademark that right now. Four lazy moms. <laughs> four lazy parents. I will give honorable mention to Ashley. I think she's changed the most. And what I like about her is when she apologizes, she usually changes what she apologized for. Does that make sense? Like, yes. She apologizes and she follows through. She does not do that thing she apologized to you for again. Yeah. For the most part. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate. You don't really see a lot of growth on the, on these franchises. Yeah. It does take her a little while to apologize. So that just bothers me. But that has nothing to do with her grand dominus. Hey, it took Karen three years to get that wig right. Who child? And did she really, really get it right? Um, no, hold on. Which... Wait, I got it. Wait, hold on. I got it. I got... <laughs> hold on, 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 hold on. Hold on. I think it was this said wig in this photo I just showed you. Girl, well... Because look how far the bang is. The bang? The bang crease in the back. It is so deep into her Y'all, head. we're going to post this. I don't think we'll... We'll, we'll post this as a story. Yeah. I don't, want this, I don't want this living dragging this No. Her um, wigs have gotten exceptionally better. I will say this. She has a natural human hairline now. Good for her. Yeah. So the last thing I'll say on this topic is... If she were still on the show, I would probably give it to Sharice. Yeah, cuckoo for Cocoa Puss, but yeah. But you get it, right? My like, champagne room. She has a champagne room. She has the she has the money. I want to see if she still does after the divorce. 
Okay, there's that. I want to see how that... I want to know how the cookies crumbled over there. But as far as we knew up front, there wasn't like the smoke and mirrors that we get from Karen. There's the properties of Karen. True. Right? There's the success that she has on her own. There's... I don't understand any reason to What does she have success on her own? Cherise? I think you might have bumped your head on that one. Maybe I did. Yeah. Regardless, I still think that Cherise... I would put Cherise over Robin if Cherise spent more time on the show. I can see that. I'm a disagree, but I can see it. But I disagree. Tell me why you disagree. She just wasn't... uh, Same thing with Karen. That champagne room was just like a little weird. I knew that that divorce was coming, so it kind of felt like I was spending his money before shit got real tight. It just... But she wasn't there long enough to, to give me an uh, 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 an imprint. And then okay. when she popped back as a friend of, uh-huh. when you're a friend of, you just are automatically removed from the Grand Dom title. You're a friend of the show. You're not on the show. And it's... So we're talking... You're not on the show. That's sure. why we didn't give it to Monique. She's not on the show anymore. Well, I also said if she was still on if the show. Still, I'm just saying. But also, so are, we talking, are we talking are the Grand Dom of the TV show? Are we talking the grand dame of the TV show? Okay. Then yes. So and and my order would be Robin, number one, Monique. Honorable mention. No, I would say Monique would just be my my number two. Mm-hmm. Honorable mention. Ashley, number three, and then honorable mention would be Sharice. Mm. I whatever. Remember when she did that weird rap? Oh yeah. Yeah. That that got her dismissed. Oh. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Forgot all about that. that. Girl, what was that? And why? I just think at that point when you're that new of a season, you're just throwing a lot of things on the wall to see what would stick. And maybe she... I don't think she really meant that, but maybe someone's like, could mean that. It turns... I just think she was just trying to be current. No one asked for it. And nobody took it anywhere. Left it right where it was. Anywho. Well, it sounds like we agree. We agree. Miss Robin. Congratulations, Robin. You have won an all-expense-paid to your home, where you will be able to drink water from your water fountain or your refrigerator, whatever you have there. Congratulations, Robin. Woo, you go, girl. You go. Oh, hold on. Sorry, it's Karen. She's calling me. Girl. Okay, come on. We all have eyes. We saw that wig. I can make you one. Well, um, I've been scouted by Karen, but I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you were trying to expose too much of her scalp, so. She did it herself. She did. She walked into it. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. To your wig. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. That was a good one. That was was a sleeper hit. (laughs) All right. Do you have a hot take for this week? Do I have a hot take for this week? I don't know if I do. I don't know if I have a hot take for this week. Why don't we start with you and I'll see if I... See, let me dig in the back of my brain for a second. My hot take is, how do I say this? If you're going to talk about it, be about it. Elaborate? If you talk... If if you're about that life, then be about that life. If not, then keep it on mute. Keep it hushed. Keep it cute. Pick your battles. Pick the ones that you know you can win and stay home and you know you can't. Don't talk all this stuff and then show up and just puff up your chest and then there's nothing to show for it. When you actually get approached. Word. So, stay in your lane. Amen. Okay. I like that hot take. Uh, My hot take is for all of the queer individuals that are bragging about getting their monkeypox vaccine, but not sharing any details about how they were able to get their appointments. It is not the flex that you think it is. I'm not going to say it is required of you to share the information, but just don't be an asshole and brag about the fact that you were able to get one and then send a message like, good luck on everyone else trying to get one in the same post. That's trash. Yes, we have known about this for a long time. Yes, it's very unlikely that you'll die from it. But you know that people are out there, they're scared, they're traumatized from COVID, and they're trying really hard to get uh, their vaccinations. So don't be out here bragging and trying to stunt on on Instagram about the fact that you've got your shot. Can you tag me in? I'm also going to add to that. This is to all those providers that act like our queer communities do not intermingle. We have a lot of events together. So I'm tired of my 
lesbian sisters not being able to have access to this monkeypox because they're not gay men, as if they're not in the same spaces that gay men are also occupying. Period. So I don't know where this has started, but the fact that you know some of my friends can come to my, are, are uncomfortable coming to my shows because they are able to get the monkeypox. I just don't understand this. Like, if it's affecting the queer community, it's affecting the queer community as a whole. Mm-hmm. Because not everything is just Hell's Kitchen or Fire Island. Tag me out. I'm good. I'm going to leave it right there. She said it. Harriet, where can they find you? You can find me at Harriet underscore Tugsman. That's H-A-R-R-I-E-T underscore T-U-G-S-M-E-N on Instagram. Where can they find you, Jax? <laughs> You've been practicing, huh? Yes. <laughs> I-R-O-N, iron. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Jax Chillmonger. That's J-A-X-X Chillmonger, like Killmonger, but chill uh, on Instagram. Uh, and of course, you can find us at uh, Take Me Off Stay. Oh, no. <laughs> Take Me Off Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. If you have any questions or any advice that you would like for us to answer, please send us an email to WTMOSpodcast at gmail.com. That's WTMOSpodcast at gmail.com. Lovely. And give us a little give us a little background to some of these. We want to be able to help out as best we can, but we need we need some details. All right. All right, girl. And if you want to like tip me for my birthday celebrations, you know, my Venmo is tip Harriet. There she is. There it is. There it is. Hey, closed mouths don't get money in it. I really don't hope you're yeah, not getting Yeah, that's what my ancestors said. Okay, all right. Um, on that note, I'm going to go. Bye. Bye.